Hey, this is Subtle here. Um, what you're about to listen to is our 20 minutes of boredom from April 6, 2023. Um, as myself joined by Board talking about what happened this week. Hope you enjoy. Hey, Board. Hey, thanks for letting me up. I feel really special to be on stage. Well, I mean, it's 20 minutes of boredom. It felt felt appropriate. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Co-founder of the company gets uh, special privileges. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm setting my. Uh, I have to set my alarm clock now so that we are we're going to hold ourselves to our 20 minute rule. Okay. Um, all right. In 17 minutes, there's going to be an alarm that goes off and ruin my ability to record audio. So get pumped. Let's do it. All right. Um, welcome everybody. This is 20 minutes of boredom, um, the weekly conversation between Board Elon Musk and uh, Sada Rebuttal, co-founders of Boardbox, um, a better way to discover games. Um, Board, can you do, give a quick introduction of yourself? Yeah, I'm a guy. I've lived two lives, one on the internet, one in real life. Uh, the real life one involved lots of video games and working in that industry. And then I decided, hey, blockchain and crypto is amazing. It's going to change video games forever and uh, convinced you to start a company with me. Yeah, as the person on the receiving end of that uh, very compelling uh, pitch of being a guy with two lives, um, I also joined, I, I have a, a pseudonym now, Subtle Rebuttal, and um, working with Board to help people discover awesome games. Um, and excited about this whole blockchain thing. Um, cool, so just to remind everybody, we keep the 20 minutes of boredom to 20 minutes. Uh, literally have an alarm that's going to go off shortly to yell at us if we go too long. Uh, if you have questions for board and myself each week, just hop into the board box discord, um, fun people in there and the podcast channel will sort you out. You can ask questions and we'll add them to our itinerary for the week. Um, to get started board, uh, we got a request last time that we needed to do more with boredom store updates and make sure people knew about those up top. So let's kick off with boredom store updates. Um, specifically, there are three new games that we've never sold in the boredom store before that are going to get featured this week. Um, uh, and, and we're, we're looking at new items that, that have not shown up before. Um, you want to talk about, uh, the first group, um, Ezra and the hopeful, uh, I think that's currently in the coming soon category. Yeah. So Ezra is a, a new ecosystem of, uh, or a suite of games that's being built out. Their first title is called legions and legends. Um, think like sci-fi fantasy action RPG um the the hopeful are the uh the characters uh that represent that are represented in nfts and yeah we're we're super pumped to feature them in the store uh it's a fairly uh uh highly desired uh uh game character and so we're, we're looking forward to seeing uh who gets to snag our our first entry into this uh into this franchise yeah and an important point on uh ezra is uh that studio is only focused on role-playing games they're not going to build anything other than role-playing games so that 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 always is nice to see uh focus from a studio partner so there will be no ezra um auto chess game well maybe there will be we'll see he can always make anything an rpg if you try hard enough but yeah no no racing games for sure (laughs) (laughs) okay so no racing games uh, speaking of not a racing game, uh, we have some friends over at Shrapnel who are doing something special. Do you want to give a little insight as to what people can expect from that? Yeah. So a while back, we did uh, Shrapnel Operators, which are the core characters within the Shrapnel universe. Uh, it's a first-person shooter extraction game. Um, we got to demo it uh, recently at GDC. It's super fun, high caliber. But uh, they're releasing or have released um, uh, some new items in their ecosystem 
um, that are called sigma containment units. And sigma is kind of like the core energy substance uh, resource of value that everyone's trying to collect in the world of shrapnel. Um, and so this this NFT that was recently released um, will be featured in the boredom store as well. And it's uh, one of the most exciting parts about it, uh, as Shrapnel explained, is it will give you first access or early access to the creator features in Shrapnel. Um, not to go too deep into it, but besides you know being an awesome game to play, Shrapnel is going to allow people to build custom maps and, and build scenarios for other people to play on top of. Um, that's something that I'm super pumped about since I'm terrible at, at first-person shooters. I'd like to actually just go and build stuff. So anybody with- Plus one. Yeah. So yeah, so these containment units um, are, are really excessively priced, which is nice. And they're going to basically give you yeah, early access to the, to the builder tools. Yeah, when we played the alpha at GDC, it was a lot of fun and also horrifying how bad I am in a first-person shooter. You killed at least one person, so that's good. I did, and I did raid a body that somebody else took care of. That was nice, but, um, you know, little wins. Um, cool. So, yeah, look for Shrapnel. Um, we have a hopeful from Ezra coming in. Uh, and then we also have, we've got an item from the board box vault uh, that we're going to pull forward um, from our friends at Pirate Nation to celebrate their move to Arbitrum. Um, board, can you give a little context on kind of what's going on? There? Yeah. So for anyone who hasn't heard of Pirate Nation, think sort of uh, Animal Crossing meets Pirates, build up your island, go and, you know, raid bosses and, and other people's uh, pirate ships. Um, but yeah, they recently announced that they were shifting from Polygon to Arbitrum. We have not worked with a game studio as of yet um, that has been on the Arbitrum chain. There's a lot of nerdy stuff on the back end that, you know, you can go and look up if you'd like uh, uh, via the Pirate Nation Discord or, or Twitter. But ultimately, they made this decision to improve the speed of the game and, and cost effectiveness um, of, of the back end chain stuff. So basically, um, for anyone who's been playing the game or wants to play the game, there won't really be any front end changes. Um, but because of this big move and announcement, we wanted to, uh, you know, kind of celebrate them and, and feature one of the pirates that we have in the vault uh, in the boredom store. So that'll be live soon. Awesome. All right. Now for the hard pivot to what people subscribe to the board box extras podcast for, and that is our opinions on movies. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> All right, so um, there's a couple of movies based on video game IP. Well, actually, one of them's not even video game; it's board game IP um, that are out right now. Uh, first, we have the Super Mario Brothers movie, which I know is near and dear to your heart. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about game IP coming into movies? Like, what are your thoughts there? Does it work? Does it not work? Is it you know what? I saw there was mixed critical reviews. Yeah, well, I mean, historically, it's not worked very well. Like a lot of video game movies have been um, pretty terrible, like cult classics, you know, for example, like the Street Fighter movie or the original Mortal Kombat. Um, the original Mario Brothers movie was just, um, it's actually considered one of the worst movies of all time and, and really deserved that, that review. It was rough. It, it, it was, was not rough. great. Yeah. But um, the last five years have been magical for movies uh, and or for video games in movies and in TV shows. I mean, you've got The Witcher and Last of Us and like, um, you know, League, League of Legends IP going into Netflix show and Cyberpunk. So if you're a video game nerd, it's an awesome time to be alive. And uh, yeah, I mean, Nintendo decided to uh, take another shot <laughs> at, the, at the Super Mario franchise. And the cool thing with this one was they actually enlisted um, Mr. Miyamoto, who, who developed uh, Super Mario Brothers, to play a critical role in, in, in developing the movie. So it, it's a lot of fan service. Uh, it does seem like the audience uh, audiences... 
uh, as per Rotten Tomatoes, um, really are scoring the, the movie well, and it's, it's being highly reviewed. The critics seem to be a little bit more um, negative on it, and it's, it's at a 53% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so, you know, I think it just kind of, kind of comes down to, um, you know, are you a Mario nerd? Are you a video game nerd? And if so, you'll, you'll enjoy this movie. And if you look at it objectively as a moviegoer, might not be your cup of tea. Fun, fun, fun update, though. I, I sort of commented on Twitter about this movie and the disparity between the reviewer score and the, the audience score. And uh, Elon Musk uh, responded to it. And so that set off a flurry of conversations that I was not expecting this morning. Look at you stirring the pot. Um, I, I just want to call out that um, I'm just happy that the folks at Nintendo had the wherewithal to think that if they went again at making a Mario movie, maybe doing it animated this time was a good idea. Um, really, really feels like a, 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 a real upgrade from the original. You want to you sort of preserve uh, the magic. The, the, one, the one big sort of uh, yeah. change was giving him spoken, like, like full sentences. Mario in the games does not speak in full sentences so that was a bit of a shift but people seem to enjoy his uh, personality yeah and then you can keep the whimsy which i think is some of the magic of that that um that ip and that that ecosystem um plus i'm i'm excited to meet uh a fully formed bowser character i've always one of my favorites um all right so there's a whole nother approach so everything that we see with mario is probably gonna be pretty family friendly that ip is designed to you know in 1980s be in the living room if you will so it needs to be good for everybody uh dungeons and dragons on the other hand is um a little less family friendly has a lot more width to the genre that movie's been out for a week or so i'm excited i'm gonna go go see it this weekend um any thoughts there on on when we talk about the video games i think you've mentioned the witcher coming through i think we there's an awesome um God, man, uh, I'm losing track of names. It's a wonderful zombie um, TV show on HBO right now. Uh, Last of Us. That comes from an old game. Last of Us, yeah, thank you. Um, we'll cut that so I look smart. Um, <laughs> the wonders of podcasting, folks. Um, but yeah, I, I, any thoughts on that? On the, basically the ability for like essentially the, slayer, the, the, um, the slasher film genre and stuff like that, being able to start to be disrupted by all these wonderful fantasies that are a little bit more, um, uh, I, I don't know, story-driven because of the video games that they're built on. Yeah, well, I mean, in, I think in terms of, like, video game movies in general right now, most of them skew way adults, like super violent uh, adult yeah. themes, etc. Mario is kind of a, a nice refresher next to things like... Um, um, Wreck-It Ralph and, you know, the Sonic movie. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, Dungeons & Dragons is, is an interesting one because it's like an IP that is more of a collection of rules and sort of play styles. And it, it, it didn't, didn't necessarily have core characters. And so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm curious to see when I watch the movie how they're going to address that because they're sort of filling in all the blanks that you, the player of Dungeons & Dragons, usually fill yourself. Yep. Yeah, I do. I am interested to see how much I enjoy it or find it frustrating because I don't get to make choices for some of the characters. Um, honestly, it probably would make a, a really good video game. Um, I say that there's a lot of video games based maybe, on maybe, the, maybe the, the loose structure of Dungeons and Dragons. Maybe they just pause the movie every five minutes and like everybody in the audience gets to raise their hand. Like, do we do this or do we do that? And then they, the movie proceeds I, to show you. I do enjoy the idea of a big button at the front of the stage and it just, you click it and it rolls a D20 to then determine what happens next in the movie. Like it's choose your own adventure, but it's the whole theater worth of people who are involved in clicking the button. I think that'd be fun. Um, 
All right. So now that we've described the future of VR, uh, let's talk about some of the other stuff that happened this week with us. Um, so uh, you had an interview yesterday with Brooks Brown from NOR, um, in which you, you talked about the very lighthearted topic of video games will reshape society and probably save humanity. Um, any gems you want to share from that? Any, any thoughts on how, I guess, we're saving humanity? Well, it's a very complicated and long discussion and wonderful discussion. Encourage uh, people to go listen to it later, uh, either via the Twitter Spaces recording or on our podcast. Um, but yeah, a lot of analogies to how uh, modern video games can can resemble sports. And I think one of the most interesting uh, topics that, that you and I both enjoyed, you know, sort of talking about later on was this idea of mortality in games and making games feel important when there is a beginning and an end and sort of a sense of loss and, and winning um, and not sort of, you know, uh, as opposed to games where you just feel like you're in a hamster wheel constantly spinning and spinning and there's no yeah. clear end to it. That magic that happens within a, a sporting event because there is an end to it at the end of a, at the end of a football match or at the end of a, the end of a basketball game, if, if, if the score is tight, the fact that there is a hard ending where, we're going to determine who won this thing or lost this thing can create such an interesting set of drama and, and, and stakes that I, I feel like him touching on that and kept digging at that was something that I was, I was very excited about. And the same idea of the seasons concept and the ability to kind of reset so that the person who is kicking butt this season doesn't necessarily have every advantage forever. Um, I thought it was really, really insightful. And um, as board said, it goes deep. Um, highly recommend a cup of coffee uh, before you dive into that one. Um, and uh, it's on the the, the uh, uh, board box extras uh, podcast feed now. If you guys want to listen into it, um, all right. Uh, so besides that, we also introduced a brand new item to the ecosystem of board box NFTs, or at least we started to hint at it uh, as a part of our partnership with the upcoming conference in LA, three um, XP uh, blockchain gaming focus conference um, board. Uh, anything you want to say about the conference in terms of, at least for board box holders and people who follow us, and mostly players, probably less uh, people working in the industry. Um, is there anything you want to frame up for the 3XP conference? Uh, if, you're, if you're planning on being in Los Angeles this summer, it's a really fun event to consider going to. Um, I think as we recently discovered at GDC, the Game Developers Conference, it's nice once in a while to, to see people in person. Um, there's been an, a sort of an absence of, of Web3 focused gaming conferences or events. Um, and so this, this is really positioning itself to be one of them. Mm -hmm. And based on what we've seen so far, um, you know, it's, it's been a wise decision for us to participate uh, in it and, and have a presence through, uh, through the cartridge giveaway. Yeah. So that word you just said, um, cartridge. So that's a new, that's a new thing. I think we just started talking about today. Um, for everybody who knows, board boxes are these beautiful consoles visually, um, and they work as a really high-end membership to the, the board box community that comes with an awful lot of boredom each week. Um, cartridges are coming soon, and we're going to keep talking about them over the next couple of months as we keep evolving what they look like. But um, cartridges are going to be a way to, to uh, hold an NFT from board box and accumulate boredom. Not going to be as fast as a, a board box. Um, but it'll be a lot more accessible. As we know, the board box price is really high for the average player. Um, and we're excited to bring those forward. And with 3XP, if you uh, end up going to the conference, you will receive 
um, a cartridge from Boardbox, a 3XP branded cartridge, which will earn you some boredom. Uh, and separately, if we see that a lot of folks in the Boardbox community, like please make yourself known in the Discord if you're going to be going to the conference. Uh, if it looks like there's a, a large community presence, um, I'll probably organize something to see if I can get lunch with a few of you all um, and uh, actually hang out in real life. Uh, no promises on board, mostly because he's likely an AI, um, but um, just, you know, throwing that out there, too. If it ends up being a pretty good contingent, we'll make sure to set something up for board, board box holders. So you're, 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 you're publicly stating you're going to pay for drinks and lunch for everyone who, uh, who shows up. I got yes, you. yes. Um, that's, that's how well Boardbox is doing. We can buy a small lunch for the five to ten people who come to L.A. to, to join me. A reasonably for, priced yeah. lunch and a domestic beer of your choice. Uh, yeah, I mean, think California Pizza Kitchen and maybe, you know, Miller Lite. I don't know. Ooh, um, fancy. I know, very fancy. Very, 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 very Los Angeles, right? Nothing says Los Angeles like California Pizza Kitchen. Um, or I guess Cheesecake Factory. That's another one that I would make a joke about. Um, all right, cool. So now that we've uh, talked about high-end restaurants and uh, great movies to go watch, I think folks are, are about done with us, and we are about done with this podcast. We have three minutes remaining on our 20-minute uh, time requirement. Um, board, is there anything else you'd like to bring up before we uh, wrap up and tell people to join the Discord? Well, I would like to, first of all, thank our sponsors, <laughs> Cheesecake Factory and California Pizza Kitchen, uh, for, for sponsoring video games in Web3. Uh, but <laughs> I think one thing that um, a lot of people have not necessarily realized uh, outside of this community is that you can create an account uh, at boardbox.io for free, link up your email, and start earning boredom points. Um, that's just a nice thing that we wanted to do to make sure that everybody can participate in some of our uh, products in the store. And a lot of swag is honestly going to be, uh, swag, merch, whatever you want to call it, is going to be priced at like one or two boredom. And it'll be easy for, for people to rack that up after a week or so. So, you know, encourage your friends. Um, the board boxes are premium products, and we know that not everybody can participate in that way. But everyone can be a member uh, really easily. Uh, just through linking up their email address. So please do bring in your friends. It'll make what we're building uh, a lot more fun and certainly help us continue to get awesome games from game studios. Wonderful, wonderful. That was a quality shill. Um, I'm very, very proud of you. Um, but also, yeah, join Boardbox. It's pretty, pretty great. Um, join the Discord. Uh, if you have questions, you're not sure if you want to join fully, you want to buy a, uh, an NFT, you're not sure what the benefits are, ask us, we'll happily help. Uh, if you have questions for us to talk about on this podcast, the podcast channel and the Discord is a great place to start that. Um, and otherwise, you can expect uh, another 20 minutes of boredom next week. Uh, bored, I think we're good here. GG. GG.